episode 145 the ultimate deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and way Red. thank you for tuning in now let the show begin yeah the ultimate deck podcast let's go welcome to this tuesday edition of the ultimate deck podcast brace why are we recording a tuesday edition because I'm going on vacation for three days. Good God. Are you actually going like on vacation? I'm going to go to Banff. Are you serious? I am. I'm this last actually, minute. This is legit excitement. I'm <laughs> it was like, last I'm, minute. I'm just learning about this right now. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I thought you were off. I don't know what I thought. I didn't really think too much about it. You're just like, I'm off. I'm like, okay. I'm off. Yeah. No, I'm going to Banff. Uh, the fam? The, with the fam. My daughter is already in Alberta. Good for you. What? Yeah. We have family out there. It's and, getting weirder uh, and weirder. My wife's. Uh, aunt and uncle took Ray to uh, Alberta on Friday, so I've been out oh. without child for three days. Holy! And how are you feeling? Mental health improved? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Banff, are where are you staying? Are you staying right in Banff somewhere? Like, uh, yeah, we're gonna stay in an Airbnb. Nice, because nice. Airbnbs are the way to go, right? And you're there till when? You're there for three days Th- for sure. For three days plus the weekend? Uh, no, and on the weekend we're gonna go to Edmonton, mm. and then check out. Some spots in Edmonton. Like I want to go to the mall, but I don't know if I can convince <laughs> everyone to. Who's everyone? Your daughter and your wife? Yeah, and her family, or like her aunt and uncle and stuff. Oh, well, they have two they, kids too. There's kids involved. How is this, how is they're like teenagers, so they don't care about the yeah they the don't care about the mall, the, super, the water slides and stuff. They're like pre. Okay, fine. I thought that'd be an easy sell. Like kids there, it's like, hey, do you guys want to go to the biggest mall in the world that has right? tons of cool kid shit to I do know. and like a giant water park? Uh, no thanks. No thanks. Kids Lame. Are, kids are not cool these days wearing sandals and socks. Right? I'm never going to get over that one. Right? <laughs> Why did Birkenstocks and sandals, or so- socks and Birkenstocks become cool? How did that come become cool? Yeah, I, I agree. People love it now. It's like the kids looked at 70-year-old men and were like, you know what we should do? Take you know, that from them. Someone told me that the other day. They were like, dad fashion's back. And I'm like, yes. It is. 100%. <laughs> Just in time for me to start wearing skinny jeans. Like, I missed it. Oh, I know. All right. Uh, you've got some moments of uselessness. Well, what you got today? Let's talk about the most expensive stuff you can put in your backyard. <laughs> not not decks, obviously. We're talking about different things. Not decks. The stuff that you can put on your deck. So after your deck's oh, built. I'm interested in this. Right. Okay, so I was doing? thinking about like accessories and things. And so I did a little bit of research. And so that's the f- different for this podcast. I the know. Research right? part? Crazy. So the first thing I came up with was a dining table. Everybody needs a patio dining table. Yeah. Okay. And so there's a patio dining table from a company called Barlow Tyrees. And it's called the Equinox Extending Rectangular Dining Table Ceramic Top. <laughs> it's okay. got the worst name. <laughs> It seats 12 to 14 people. They're charging per letter in that name or what? Yeah, I think so. It's marine grade stainless steel with a high pressure laminate top. Yes. And it looks ugly. Okay. And it's $8,500. Wowzers. Just for the table? Just for the table. Is this a whole set or just the table? No, it's just the table. Good Lord. Okay. And it extends from the center. So it seats six people, but can seat up to 14. Because it slides. Because it slides. That's cool. It's cool. Good. $8,500 table. Not in my budget, but sure. My deck is $8,500. Exactly. Which will confuse Scott Kelly, but (laughs) how that could even be possible. 
The next thing I was thinking was a barbecue. Everyone needs a barbecue. Yeah, I need a barbecue. Well, I don't need a barbecue. I have one, but you're right. right. Everybody needs one. Everyone needs a barbecue. Yeah. And yes, you can spend $200 a week. 600 bucks. 600 bucks. That's my budget. Would you ever spend $164,000 <laughs> on a barbecue? How is that possible? So, and that's not even, that's an estimated price, by the way. For Plus the 24 karat gold beef eater barbecue from oh, beef on. eater barbecues in Australia. Why is it gold? I don't know, just because. Does gold even have a, like, what's its melting point? 2,000 degrees. Is it? Yes. I think my barbecue can hit that. No, it can only go to 700, I think. This one can? This one can. Yeah, because otherwise it melts. Because it melts. But everything on the barbecue is gold plated. That is silly. That's extravagant. Except for the grilling need. Yes. The grilling plates because the they grilling burn. Plates. Exactly. Yeah. My barbecue, I think the, the temperature, like the thermometer thing goes up to like 600 or something. I for sure wrap that hotter. thing around there <laughs> a few times. I don't actually know how hot my barbecue is like 1250. If it's hot out and I have it cranked up, like it screeches. That's right. So what else do you need on your deck? Uh, Flowers. That's sure. I was yeah. Say. I was like, <laughs> I feel like you're trying to lead me somewhere, but I've never been here before. No, I did these in the wrong order. I should have done barbecue after this. Sure. Uh, but flowers, right? So everybody needs flowers on their deck. Yeah. We have some flowers on our deck. I right. love what the uh, little greenery adds to the space. Right. Makes it look good. We believe we spent probably about uh, $90. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> the Shenzhen Nongki orchid. I think we was have that one. Sold at auction. Three years ago for $202,000. Oh, boy. Can you imagine leaving for holidays and forgetting to water that thing? It's ugly, too. Of course it is. All things that are expensive are typically gaudy and ugly. Right. It took eight years to develop, and it's like an agricultural science project. Is it like, yeah, is it? Yeah, okay. It's nothing special. They were messing with some genetics on that thing? I was like, that's, that's pretty boring. So let's like look at a plant. Now, if that Actually, thing grew steaks it to doesn't. put on that barbecue, doesn't it grow doesn't. steaks, well, then it's useless. There's another orchid that's $5,000 per plant. Oh, now we're Something talking. a little more reasonable. Yeah, put a couple of those on my deck for sure. Yeah, it's called the Rothschild's orchid, and it uh, was smuggled into near extinction because it was so expensive. Smuggled into extinction. So people were stealing, stealing it them. out of a Malaysian uh, national park. Like, the, uh, like it was growing in the wild. It only grows there. And people were digging it up and, yeah. well, yeah, for five grand. Yeah. It takes two years to bloom. Yeah, I mean, for five grand, I can see that, right? People people illegally hunt animals for parts for less than that yeah. much money, probably. Yeah, right? So, and plants just don't a, have feelings. It's just a plant. Wait, now I'm going to get emails. <laughs> now I'm going to get emails from the green community be like, hey, plants do cry. We've measured oh, it. Oh, man. You heard that Think stuff, Think about right? all the decks. <laughs> yeah. Crying decks yeah. out there. I hear you. Uh, so... Like I said, we should have done barbecue first. Yeah. Or before, or after that. Yeah. So pretend we did. Oh, bar oh the barbecue. Expensive All barbecue. gold. Wow. What do you put on your expensive barbecue? Uh, expensive food. Expensive food. That's right. What do you think the world's most expensive meat costs? I'm a vegetarian too. Oh, so. God. I don't know. Is it like a Wagyu steak? So Japanese? that's $300 per pound. That is? Yes. I've never actually had that. Because it's $300, it's $300 per pound. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even think I'd put it on the barbecue at that. I'd be like, I don't even want to mess with this stuff. Just eat it. Right. Because then it's going to shrink and yeah. weigh less after. Exactly. And all you've done is devalue your steak. <laughs> <laughs> so it is not the most expensive meat in the world. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think I would have got that right. What it's is? an Ayam Kremani chicken. Okay. And so what's the Only deal with this? Only one person guy? in the world breeds them. 
and they are all black. Everything. That's the beak, the bones, the meat. The meat is black. Everything's black. That doesn't sound healthy to eat. Talk about locking down a market. The one dude in the world dude. grows these chickens. Yeah. Sells them at $2,500 a pop. Ouch. That's his wholesale cost. Exactly. You get that at a restaurant, you're probably talking about a $7,000 chicken. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Now. So if my meat showed up black, I'd have questions. Would you have questions? I would have questions. I'd be like, it's blackened chicken, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not supposed to be on the inside, too. <laughs> like, are we talking, how black are we talking here? Or is like, it just kind of like darker? That's no, gross. It's like black. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I you don't like that black one. meat? <laughs> I like if it's black, <laughs> like if it's seasoned, like blackened chicken. Yeah, I like blackened I feel ch- like, things. I feel like when people like do that, it's like an excuse for not really, like for burning it. You could just burn it and be like, nah, it's But it, is blackened chicken, it's not burned. It's just seasoned in a way that makes it black. Look black. Look yeah. black. And it's like... Taste black. But you're saying the actual muscle on this bird is black. Yeah, the whole thing. Everything. Everything. Okay. I wonder how that came to, to be. So was this is this a genetically modified bird? No. Or is this something this that like bred. this guy found the six that are yeah, I think in the so. world and caged them? He was the only one who was them breeding now. them. And he's the, in the States, I think. The all blacks. All the all blacks. All black chickens. I, you, I wonder if they eat the chicken before a rugby match. Because that's the all blacks. Right? I mean it would be a, yeah, they should. It would be fitting. It would be fitting. What's your team meal? Uh, it's, uh, what are they? What is it? It's an I am Kamani chicken, actually, is what we eat only as a team. From KFC. KFC. That and <laughs> Oreos, but not the icing part. <laughs> we just eat the chocolate cookie. Just the cookie. Okay, well, that's interesting. Is that it? No, you got to wash it down with something. Oh, man. good This is God. your deck party. Is, is, it, is this wine? No, it's it, not. I was going to go Is wine, it alcoholic? So alcoholic. wine gets really expensive, and the world's most expensive drink is actually a vodka. It's, bi- it's called Billionaire Vodka. It seemed like that no one like would ever marketing. buy it, so I went with a cocktail instead. Okay. It's I, called I, the Diamonds Are Forever Martini. It's okay, what's it got in it? It's got stupid gold vodka, in it and diamonds and stuff. Yeah, vodka, lime juice, and a diamond. That's it. <laughs> like an actual full diamond. It's so got, you don't, a, you it's got a one carat it. diamond in the bottom of the glass. So this ain't a no. This, this ain't a drink. I was like, that's dumb. This is a diamond with a coupon for yeah. a drink. Exactly. <laughs> you just bought a diamond. You bought a diamond. You didn't actually buy a drink. Here's your three dollar margarita. Exactly. So I went and found the actual most expensive drink. Okay. It's called the Winston. Okay. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. That sounds rich. Made after Winston Churchill. Okay. By a bar in Australia. Yeah. Man, they make a lot of expensive things. Yes. They made the, the dining table and the Australia barbecue. made the dining table too? Yeah. Hmm. The drink is $12,040. It is a three ounce drink. It's made with two ounces of 1858 cognac at $6,000 a shot. $800 Grand Marnier. Mm-hmm. And the rarest chartreuse in the world. Mm, delish. There you go. So here, I always, I always wonder this for myself because I see sometimes I see extravagance out there, and I'm like, that's what that is. It's beyond. <laughs> and sometimes I look at it and be like, I wouldn't do that even if I ha- even if I could do it. You wouldn't. Like I wouldn't feel the need to drive the most expensive car in the world just because I could afford the most expensive car in the world. Would you? No, but I saw a gold plated. Range Rover in Regina the other day. Really? Yeah, yesterday. Would you buy a gold-plated car? I'll buy it off that guy when he goes out of business. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That's what I mean. I wouldn't buy... No. Yes. Like, 
I feel like if I, I feel like if I had all the money in the world, I'd still probably like I'd, if you I'd were probably Jeff splurge Bezos. on a Camaro. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be like a supercar. It would just be you just, just buy be like a, a nice sports car. I'd buy a nice Vespa. Yeah, <laughs> and I would probably still drive a half ton. Like I don't. I, You'd buy a super truck. I man. would probably I would buy the GMC Hummer, the new EV Hummer. Mm. That's what I would buy because I want to get an EV truck next. And but I'm like the Hummer is a lot of money. But I would splurge for that. But I wouldn't go buy like a million dollar truck just a diamond encrusted bolt. Like that's stupid. Made of and I wouldn't wear a watch that was fifty grand. You know what I mean? No, like the flashy know, things that rich people want to flaunt their wealth with don't interest me at all. Right. And so that just seems silly. So you wouldn't eat. I would travel a lot. Sure. You would not eat three hundred dollar beef. No, that I would daily. do. I would not daily, <laughs> not daily. But a three hundred dollars steak, I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. Right. But a, but a diamond uh, martini for whatever that was, twelve thousand dollars. No, nineteen thousand dollars. Yeah, that's stupid. No, I wouldn't yeah, do that because it was just a diamond. Dumb. And like, anytime there's a drink where it's like, oh, it's so expensive because you put gold in it. Pound, like I agree. Pound sand, right? Yeah, the billionaire's vodka. My is, Range Rover's gold. I don't need to drink this. Exactly. <laughs> The only reason the billionaire vodka was a was three million dollars was because it was a five liter bottle encrusted in diamonds. Right. So that's like, stupid. That's not. That's dumb. That's dumb. Stupid people. Stupid. Speaking of where the money went, we've got a little episode today. What do you want? It's the yellow one. Is it the yellow one? Yes. Let's hit it. <laughs> TC Deck says he'd have no problem doing a 24 karat gold Trex deck. Ooh. It's pretty you know, soft. I, thought, I pretty just easy. thought about that. Yeah, I was like, I feel like there's a lot of problems that comes with gold and plated decks. Yeah, and you thought the plastic was hot in your feet. Right. So today's episode, we're talking about some, you know, we got seven things here. I don't know if they're all completely relevant. We'll talk about three of them and then just just quit <laughs> and then we're done. <laughs> no, we're, we're talking about like, where did the money go? We're talking about some common areas where m- money can really kind of tend to disappear in a deck. And some of it is mistake based and some of it's just not understanding the ins and outs of gold how a deck plated barbecues, right? Yeah. So we should start selling those. <laughs> you sell what? So you quote somebody that's like the even... deck's 24 grand. They're like, that's crazy for a deck. We're like, uh, or you can get the barbecue for the same price. So, We'll take the deck. So the barbecue, I didn't even talk about that. The barbecue's price is estimated because it, it goes up with the value of gold. Yeah, of course. It'll fluctuate. Yeah, sure. So 164 Today. is low. Yeah. T- yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Haney Construction says, if I could afford a million dollar car, I could almost afford a precision construction deck. Almost. Whoa. <laughs> Scott Kelly's not even in here to take the E today. Um, you yeah. shocked him at the Tuesday episode. I know. Even I'm not here. So the where does the money go? Here's some common mistakes or some common areas where, you know, the price can really get driven up on a deck that you maybe don't expect. Now, this is kind of from a homeowner's perspective, I think. Yep. It's kind of like mistakes they would make or, you know, they get a price for a deck and they're like, that's crazy. Confusion. But here's why it might cost what it costs. And I'm not getting into the details of the cost of running a business. That's number seven. We'll get that, <laughs> we'll get that out of the way now. Ah, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's included. But, but this is like, when you might have to sit somebody down and explain it to them and be like, here's where the money went. And then they have the, Oh, moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So number one, we're talking about a mistake that's, and again, don't send me emails. This is from a homeowner's perspective. We understand that contractors aren't going to make this mistake, but the fact that everything in a store is priced for deck boards, I'm talking in linear foot pricing, 
is a confusing thing for some homeowners because they don't know how to make the conversion to the square foot, or maybe they don't even know they need to make the conversion to square foot. Yeah. So what is the, like, why is the deck board sold at a linear foot price instead of a square foot price? Well, I don't know, Bryce. I'm just, uh, that was the first thing that came to my head. It's certainly getting more tricky because some boards are not the same width as other boards. So for example, like you've got linear foot pricing on, like say, for example, Trex is five and a half inches wide on their boards. All of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of Fibron's lineup is five and a quarter inches. Mm. And then you've got like, now you've got decorators coming out with, and Azek coming out with seven and a quarter inch wide boards and wide three boards. and a half inch wide yeah. boards and nine and a quarter inch wide boards. And they're all still sold in linear foot pricing. Well, And so that can get a little bit tricky when you're trying to, when a customer comes in or a homeowner comes in and is like, what is this deck going to cost me? And sometimes they're not familiar with the different types of measurements. And we've, we've legit had this happen before where somebody's like, what do you mean my hundred square foot deck is is going to be, what am I trying to say here? $300 of material is, or sorry, what do you mean? It's going to be $800 of material. I thought it was only supposed to be like 300 boxes. You said three bucks a linear foot. Right. Uh, Yeah. Three bucks a linear foot. Which is different. You've got hundred square feet to convert the linear foot to the square foot. You got to do this. And then you're talking this number, not three bucks. So it gets a little bit tricky um, when things are priced that way because people think in square footages when they think about their deck. They're like, my deck's going to be 10 by 10. They understand how to make that conversion. They're like, it's hundred square feet. Okay. So what is a hundred linear or what does 299 a linear foot mean to me? And they right. either math it wrong or they don't understand or whatever. So for the most part, the easy way, if you've got a calculator on you, take the width and divide it by 12. That's what it's going to cover in square feet. If the board's five and a half inches wide, okay, take 5.5 divided by 12. That's what you're going to be covering so in get. square footages. So you can divide that number into one and that's your multiplier. Now, most decks are, we always say around 2.2 is going to get you to a rough ballpark. What that's going to be like total cost on the, on to convert the linear foot price to a square foot price. Oh, okay. So if we're talking three bucks, a linear foot, I'm going to say multiply that by 2.2 to get to a rough square foot price. Right. So, so now we're talking like six, 60, six, six, 60 in there, right? Six and yeah. change. And it's like, oh, okay. So at least that gets them in the right ballpark so that when they, you know, get the actual quote. They're not, so, you know, it may not be perfect, but it's a lot closer than it was when they thought it was only $3 a square foot mm-hmm. when it was $3 a linear foot. So that's a, that's a tricky thing. Now there's others, like I said, to make that conversion, take your, so if it's a three and a half inch wide board, three and a half divided by 12, that's going to get your square foot coverage on one foot of board. If it's five and a half, those are the common ones. So 2.2 works when it's, when it's five and a half or close to it. There's some products out there like we just saw today, Monodeck. Is yeah. that how we say it? Monodeck? Monodeck. It's from Mon- Monarch. Mona. So Mona. I think Monodeck. That makes sense. Not Monodeck. I think they call it Monarch Monodeck sounds weird. No, so Mon- so I'm it's, not gonna, yeah. that plank is 12 inches wide. It's a huge plank. So that one's pretty easy. <laughs> one linear foot is one square foot. Ooh, so that's that's a good reason to have a 12 foot plank. <laughs> That's how do you sell this stuff? Well, it's easier to figure out. Right. That's it's for sure. One to one. So that's a thing that happens. That's the thing that can confuse people. Why does my dad cost more? Well, because you didn't understand how to convert linear foot pricing to square foot pricing. So is linear foot pricing uh, like a marketing tactic generally then? Because it's lower. It's just, it's always lower. I like, I feel like in my past, in my brain, I've had an answer to this question. But you've now asked it twice, and I'm blanking on both as to why they charge linear. Why aren't we? Why aren't we just telling people what it costs in square feet? I think because because of the like I don't know. You're right. It'd be helpful if they did put it in square feet. Well, because why are we converting? But you're paying. You're buying it in like running feet. 
It's a okay. linear product. You're buying it in running linear feet, right? Right. You're buying a 20 foot board. Right. Um, sure. I suppose you could charge square foot price in that. And then you're saying, okay, you're actually buying 9.36 square feet. Right. So when you go to 7-Eleven to buy a big gulp, do you, do you buy it by the amount of soda you put in or by the area, by the cup? Isn't that the same thing? What? Well, like, like you don't buy it per like milliliter. You buy it for like the, I want a super big gulp, right? So a 10 by 10. Yeah. I mean, that's how I thought about it. Sure. You're buying the it's whole just, thing. Like people don't. I don't know. I mean, it's probably for comparison's sake. Maybe it is marketing. Maybe it is to make it appear cheaper than. It was a bad example. Yeah. Sure. I don't know where I was going. But maybe it is. I don't know. It, it certainly allows it to be easier to compare things. And then the board price is the same. I mean, no, I'm just it's rambling not. here. And it's like it would all work if it was square foot pricing too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Bryce. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, number two is not accounting for fasters and hardware. Right. So this is another thing that people, you know, homeowners commonly come in and they're like, how much is this deck going to cost me? And it's like, oh, well, it's $3 a square foot. By the time you add a, you know, whatever in there and you do the conversion at 660 a square foot. Oh, okay. Sounds good. And then they go to buy it. And then all of a sudden that costs 10% more than they thought it was going to cost. Where did that 10% come like, from? What's that from? And it's like, well, you've, you need to clips and fasteners and some Cortex screws and plugs and your joist hangers and your framing nails and your, I just to cut and your. I just needed glue. I thought that's all you needed. Base plates and your connectors and like, there's all this other stuff that goes into it that you don't kind of account for yep. uh, because they're just minute little things. They kind of feel like the small details, but the small details can add up to about you know ten percent of the cost of the project. So it's like all of a sudden your thousand dollar deck is eleven hundred dollars deck, and you're like, well, you, I thought you said it was gonna be able to. Mm-hmm. well. It's and actually on a smaller deck like that, it's probably more than ten percent because you probably have to buy a box of fasteners you might not use them all or something you too, can't right? like return unopened right or opened box so of fasteners accounting for that now when we say that's even when we're just talking the decking like it comes to decking uh, it's three bucks a linear foot but you do the conversion and it's actually 650 660 a square foot but add another dollar for fasteners like the clips because oh, you have to foot? have those so yeah like per a, square a, foot at least a, a dollar yep yeah. so i would actually call that three dollars linear foot more like eight bucks a, a square By foot. By the time you throw your fasteners in there too. Eight bucks a square foot, yeah. Eight bucks a square foot. So now we're a long ways away from what our, you know, if I that thought person it was didn't only going to be a dollar thirty a like, foot. That's how we got from $300 in my head to $800 for real? What? Yeah. I thought this deck was going to cost half that. Right. So that can certainly uh, play some tricks with somebody who's not experienced and kind of figuring out what they need for their deck. And number three is about, it's all about that waste, about that waste. <laughs> You like that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so accounting for waste. Now, every project is a little bit different, but these materials come in certain sizes. So if we're talking composite or composite decking, generally those come in 12 foot, 16 foot, and 20 foot lengths. If your deck is 14 feet, that's right. You're going to have some waste. Or you could do some things to kind of plan it out and try to minimize the waste. But at the end of the day, you're going to have some waste. If you decide to run your decking diagonally, you're going to have more waste than if you didn't run it diagonally most of the time. So if you want a cheaper deck, build one to the board build size. Build it simple and build it to the board size. Sure. Minimize your waste. Yeah. But a lot of people will come in and be like, oh, I've got this 14, um, you know, 14 foot wide deck by 10 feet out. That's 140 square feet. You said $8 a square foot. What is that, Brace? 
Whoa. $1,120? You really, I was not ready for math. And they come in and they buy their stuff and all of a sudden it's $1,300. And they're yeah. like, what? I did the math. This was supposed to be $1,120. You're saying it's $1,300. Why? My deck is 140 square feet. You said eight bucks a square foot. Right. Uh, you're cutting two feet off of every board. Every board. And so you've got a bunch of waste you didn't account for. So that's where the extra 200 bucks came from. Better make some box planners. Yeah, I was going to say. Box planners. Number four, stains. Stains are very expensive. <laughs> Apparently Shane can't read his own writing. <laughs> this is the conversation we had just before we started this about my, um, my handwriting being illegible. Mm-hmm. And what I wrote there looks and like stains even to me now. How much that'll cost you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lumberjacks Danny says double picture frame doesn't work on a 14 foot deck Danny <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need a triple picture frame if you want to use 12 footers on that sucker TC deck um, said something earlier too. but regardless like we said there's things you can do to kind of um, maneuver your materials to be more efficient with it for sure uh, you guys should just offer turnkey bids probably a lot easier sure what does that mean I don't really know what he's he's just making stuff up say there is he saying like but no you should put that in your price I don't know if he's talking to us or other people but Okay. Regardless, cool. uh, number four stains. stains. No, number four is stairs. Stains. Stairs. This is, this is a big one. This is a big one for people. This is stairs chew up more money than the average person would ever guess correctly. Yeah, I want wrap around stairs. I want stairs on all sides of my deck. This is so hard to understand as a homeowner that this should be a game at the fair. <laughs> How much does this stairs cost? <laughs> They should build it. I was just at the, did you go to the Queen City X yet? No, because there's another one, isn't there? Good God. They set attendance records on Saturday. The day we went, 45,000 people went through the Queen City Whoa. X. Whoa. And that's the day we went. What did you get? Nothing. You didn't get anything? Bear sprayed. Did you hear about that? I heard there were some kids walking around with bear spray. Freaking idiots. Queen City X. God. Um, what did I get? No, I did. I ordered, I got eat? a corn dog because you have to. Yeah. I like the corn I dog. I didn't get the smoked turkey leg. Thought about it. That's such a... Disney World thing. Uh, that is a Disney World thing for me. Um, I I also got what did I get? Uh, some lemonade there. You didn't get like deep a, fried Oreos. Oh, mini donuts because they were out of the red velvet mini donuts, which is what I was actually in line for. Yeah. What about? Talk did about you get one of those top time things that piss you off? Glazed donut burger, cheeseburgers. No, I don't know if they What's had them that? this year. They had them two years ago, where it was just like a double cheeseburger in between two glazed donuts. No, I didn't get that, Bryce. <laughs> Next year, I guess. Next year. Well, you did you have make one? Your own. No, you I've wouldn't had, have had I had one. It was a few, I had I've had one before I was a vegetarian. Pre-life change? Pre-change. They're delicious. Like the donut works? Yes. Because it's like well, how it's could like it a not little work? sweet. Little bit of sweet, little, little bit, bit of salty. Sweet, you know? Sweet and savory. Cheese. Uh, back to stairs. <laughs> okay, so why don't we know how we how the hell we got on the Queen City? This City's is X. the guessing game for Oh right, yeah. So they should totally build a deck. And right. put a big set of steps on it. And all you have to do is guess the percentage. Oh. Or no, yeah, we'll say this deck, this oh. deck has uh, materials and labor. This deck was $10,000. Right. How much of that $10,000 was the stairs? 500. That's what people would guess. That's what people would guess. In reality, it was probably like three or four grand. Right. <laughs> it's probably like a significant chunk. So why are stairs so much? Because there's a lot of material and a lot of labor that goes into them. So people don't understand that when they, like your stair takes as much material as your, your deck does, and then some it's only on a th- pure square foot basis. It's only three stairs though. Right? 
and the, the labor to do them. So you're going to like, you're going to bomb out some 16 inch on center framing on attached to house, whatever that goes fast. You got to cut stair stringers and put mm-hmm. in a bunch of blocking and mount them. And if you're going to pour a slab at the bottom, like there's just, there's a significant amount of work that goes into stair framing that isn't required on standard framing. And so the late, it's way more labor intensive. Then you're also not, you're not throwing down boards 20 feet at a time. You're throwing them down. Yep a few feet at a time and then you're mitering and you're having all these cuts and you're kind of lining things up and you're like I said, you're blocking and there's more screws that go into them. And the, the framing's tighter because it has to be and whatever else. There's just more material and more labor that goes into them. So that's fine. If you're just doing a, you know, you got a 300 square foot deck and yeah, and it's a few feet off the ground and you have four or five steps and they're four feet wide. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like they're going to cost a chunk of change, but it's not going to be crazy. But some people want these stairs that are, like a focal point or a feature of the deck. Right. And they've got this vision in their mind that they want to enjoy the view of their deck from the yard more than they actually want to enjoy the deck itself. Yeah. So they go, well, I want to, when I'm standing in the yard, I want to see this like Taj Mahal staircase going right. up to my deck. I want to be able to walk downstairs at any angle. Sure. That's, that's fine. But understand right. that, you know, that giant 20 foot wide set of stairs that has three or four steps on it, it's going to cost more than the 250 square feet of decking that's on your deck. Well, how could that be? It's not as big. It's not as big. <laughs> That's what I heard. But there's a ton of, and there's extra, there's more waste there too. But regardless, just more materials and more effort. We have a customer recently that has gone and we've, like we told them that they have the money. And they, this is what they want to do. This is their dream deck. So that's fine. But we wanted to make sure they were aware. They were building a, I would say a, like a standard, maybe slightly larger than standard size deck. I don't know what it was. 350 square feet. I think it was or something. It's not, not crazy. So kind of your average deck. But on the front, they wanted these big curved round steps. And I believe we were at what? Five steps, six rise or something like that. So five big steps and pretty much the width of the deck. So big, round, big, round, curved stairs. Like a semicircle. And when I first saw that, my customer was doing it. She's like, have a look at this. And I was like, oh boy, do they understand that those stairs are going to cost more than the rest of the deck? Uh, I don't know. So anyways, we had the conversation. We're like, just heads up, like this... Like yeah. this is a, this is a serious set of stairs here and this is going to cost more than the rest of your deck combined. Right. Yep. This is what yeah. we've had in our, like, this has been our dream deck for six, seven years. And this is exactly how we want to build and we're good with it. Okay. Delivering the quote. It was like far more than your average 350 square foot deck, but they were good with it because that's, they had planned for they that. They knew stairs. they understood, but most people don't understand how much those stairs are going to play into things. And you so, have to let them know. Well, yeah, you should. Yes. You got like, not that we need, not that we're trying to justify it, but we're just saying like, Hey, heads up. If you need to move budget, the stairs are the first thing to tackle, right? Go with a more kind of pedestrian set of stairs. You don't need to do like this massive fancy staircase right. for people who are looking to save some budget. The stairs are the first place to look. What are we doing for stairs here? Giant set. Okay. Well, that's where you can save a good chunk of change, right? Make those smaller. Um, Lumberjack Danny says stairs are such an under underrated skill. Being good at stairs brings you to a higher level. <laughs> do, do a you higher think, level? Do you, do you think he intended to pun the hell out of that? Right. Takes you up a few stairs. Steps. Do take you up to a higher level. <laughs> uh, step above the rest. That's right. So that one, I think probably should be number one. That's one of the most understood and, um, undervalued parts of a deck is a, is a big fancy staircase really adds to things. Cause you still need railing on those stairs. Well, that too. Yes. You also do still need railing on the stairs. It's not like it takes away anything. If you No. And so that's a good point. So that 
that has been the reasoning people have given in the past that I've heard personally is somebody will say, I want to put stairs all across the front of the deck because I don't want to pay for the railing that right. can go around because the railing's not cheap. They're doing aluminum, whatever. It's 40 bucks a linear foot. And they're like, they think they're saving money by putting, right. they, when that happens, they're usually only two or three steps up, but you still got to tell them it's like, uh, absolutely not. You're absolutely not saving money by doing stairs instead of railing. Quite the opposite. Yeah. You're talking 40 bucks of material. Now you're talking 80 bucks with material. You were talking 15, 20 bucks a linear foot install. Now you're talking hundred bucks a linear foot install. Like mm-hmm. it's not even close. You're actually right. spending way more doing this. Way more. So, but that's just goes to show you that the perception of things isn't always what. Railing looks more expensive. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it's like, I don't know. Maybe they're shocked by the price of the railing that's so expensive. So in their head, they're like, well, it's got to be the most expensive thing on my deck, I guess. I Rail- don't know. Railing Where goes upstairs, go down. So price goes down. Right. I think going downstairs, like stairs that go down should be cheaper than stairs that go up. <laughs> Why is that? Because the usability of them is like, it's easier to go down them. Therefore, it should be, you shouldn't charge as much for people to go down. It's all about the perspective, right? It depends <laughs> on where you're standing. Number five, the details. So a lot of people come in, they want these uh, special details. They want maybe some sort of decorative inlay or they want, uh, I don't know if many people ask for this, but there's certainly a trend of doing waterfall edges yep. on boards or corners or on bar tables, like waterfalling things over the corner. Um, picture frames even. All these little things that are kind of like next level stuff, like kind of like good deck builders will do these things. They'll take these on and they'll charge appropriately for them. But mm-hmm. you know, DIY guys aren't going to do these things or even kind of crappy deck builders aren't going to do pay too much attention to these fine details. But if you're wanting something that requires some fine details to you, like to the, to the homeowner it says like, Oh, I want you to do the ends of the boards like that. When they're talking about like right. a, a waterfall corner Yeah. to them, they may not even think that that's a, that that's a extra time or chart. You just do that. You just, that's wouldn't you, you just the do deck. that? Like, that's just how I want it to be done. And yeah. they don't think about like, well, like that takes quite a bit more effort than just clean cutting square cut, Mm-hmm. Like cross cut that thing and leave it exposed. Yep. If you're, if we're, you want me to, okay. So what you want me to do is be more accurate with my measuring, mm-hmm. get this board to my saw, set it up. I can't like, I have to cut it on a miter saw now, basically I've got to set it up. I've got to mark a few times now, measure cut from the backside of the board. I've got to set my bevel on my miter saw a couple times, cut this thing out. Not all the way through though. I've got to be precise with this. <laughs> then I've got to pop this thing back off. Be careful not to break it. Sit down with a heat gun for 20 minutes, <laughs> heat this thing up, <laughs> fold it, glue it, compress it, cut the excess off, pin nail it. Like you just turn something that takes literally four seconds to cut to that board and turn it into a 40 minute thing. Like, of course <laughs> you board. have to charge for that. <laughs> so you've added all this extra work. And so these fine details do take a lot of extra time. So yeah. Pictures, inlays, these inlays, sometimes people are like, they want these super fancy inlays and they don't understand. Like that's, that's a day. That's an extra day for me to do all that. Just to build it, but you also got to plan it out. Yeah, plan it. Like, yeah, you might, for a fancy inlay, you might spend a couple hours in front of SketchUp to try to figure this thing out in the first place. Mm -hmm. Then you got to do extra framing underneath and block it all. And then you might need some specialty products. You might need a joist tape thing because of all the blocking that's underneath there. Then you've got to go and do this precisely. Maybe it's super intricate. Maybe you don't nail it the first time. Things go wrong. This one's not a super tight fit. Not super happy with it. I got to recut that. That's more material, more time. Like, these things add up. These things take time. These fine little details need to be paid for. And if you're doing it yourself, well, you're paying with your own time, but now you'll understand why guys are exactly to do this. Uh, number six, the logistics of things. So this one's kind of, we're kind of getting away from like, where did the money go on the deck to more like, why does the 
contractor charge more Why than is, how, yeah. what I can buy it for. Right. Because right? we hear that from sometimes too. Um, before we move on here, we got a comment from SB Decking. So true. <laughs> a customer this week said to me that me doing a double picture frame would be the same price as me doing a single picture frame. Uh, why? What? Yeah, sometimes you got to go like, well, why, why would you think that? that? <laughs> why do you think it costs me the same to install one board versus two boards? Um, Lumber- Here we go. The comments are flying in oh, here now. Yeah. Lumberjack's Danny. My favorite is, my favorite is, quote, that sounds like a lot extra. I'm already giving you so much. How about if I help you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially with the, the help. Details. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh help. yeah, you'll make this way. Quicker. I'll make it go smoother. I like those shirts that say like, "My hourly rate, my hourly rate." If you watch, my, my hourly rate. If you help, if you help. My hourly rate. If you touched it first, like, and it just yeah. keeps going up and up. So true. Um, but number six, some people are like, "Oh, this board was five dollars linear foot at the store. How come you're charging me five And It's like, well, contractors put a markup in there because there's costs that are not related to the materials themselves or the, specifically being on site right they may have to pay a delivery fee for that and if they don't pay a delivery fee they might have that worked in or something but they might also be picking up their own materials like so maybe it takes them an hour or two Mm -hmm. of travel time to like go there load their trailer up strap everything down get to your job site unload it all before anything even happens all that's happening right then they got a couple boards that were scratched up. So they got to go back and return those and grab new boards or they have to have mm-hmm. wait on a delivery to come out or something. And then they've got, they missed their takeoff by a little bit. They got to go get a few extra things. Your house gave them a surprise. They didn't expect. They got to go do a couple extra things. They got to tweak things on the fly. Like there's things that are not related specifically just to like, go buy 19 boards and build me a deck. <laughs> there's a lot that happens behind that. They right. applied, potentially applied for a permit and done that work. That might've been four or five, six hours of their time mm-hmm. to do that process. They might've had to do some design work to lay things out and plan it a bit. That took a bunch of time. Um, but what I was kind of going after with this first point here was the travel time, the logistics of getting materials to and from a job site might be multiple trips and, and planning for, getting more materials right and then when the job's all done you might have material left over you got to run back or you might have material you have yep. to run to the garbage dump or you might have to rent a bin to dump all the material or you have to mm-hmm. load your truck up and run that so, like Just there's that. a lot that happens right so um yeah sb decking because it would still be the same size deck that i was doing yeah so there's there's the thinking that like oh people should charge by square foot only end of story that's clearly what his customer is talking about right oh you're right oh, you should be charging me 10 bucks a square foot to build my deck and it's 100 square feet. And so regardless of what happens on the deck, it's $1,000. It's a thousand. Right? But right. you've added these level of details. That, that's crazy. And so, no, that 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 costs more to do that now. I'm going to start charging everyone $500 a I now have to then. cut, like, I now have to cut another board to size. I now have to bring in another board. Now I have to fasten another board. Like, you've added 40 minutes of work to my plate. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you're doing, double picture frame, sure. But if you start getting into bigger, more intricate things, all of a sudden you have to do change framing or layout framing differently. Even even just adding a seam board at all, and I wouldn't, I don't think anybody's going to specifically charge thinking this, but like to add a seam board takes time because even on your planning of your framing layout, like it's, oh yeah, I'm just talking about little minute things that add up. It's like if I can draw a tape across my ledger board and mark that thing out at mm-hmm. 16 inch on center and put no thought into it whatsoever. You just do it. That's quicker. Yep. If I have to stop and be like, there's two seam boards going in here, I got to plan out my framing to make sure I've got appropriate joists placed here and here because of the seam boards, here and here because of the seam boards. Um, now I've got to go back and cut blocking and fill that all in. Like it's a lot of extra work. A lot of extra work. Even though it's still the same size deck. 
Number seven, the cost of running a business. So this has gotten away from the uh, heart of the topic, but I just want to touch on this a little bit too, because um, a lot of... a lot of homeowners don't understand why guys charge, they mark up the materials or they charge a bit more for this, or, you know, I could do this and whatever. You were only here for this many hours and I don't think I should, there's all sorts of people that want to try to think they're justified in telling you what you should be charging. But a lot of them don't understand what goes into actually running a a business. Yep. And so an actual good quality contractor, and I'm not even saying this guy has to be the best in the world at what he does. But any reputable contractor that has his ducks in a row has a lot of extra incurred cost that, you know, the, the fireman that does this on every other week on his weeks off, which is nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying nope. he's not fully committed into it. He may or may not have it as a form of business. He might. But guy that you know from bowling league that's done a few decks in his life. Right. And yep. has a skill saw does not have to deal with employee costs or insurance. employee insurance or, or in liability insurance yeah. or potential business licensing or costs of acquiring a trailer and operating a trailer and a truck to tow that thing and $10,000 of the tools because he's got specialty tools to run mm-hmm. and WCB and like all these, there's a, there's a million and one little yeah, costs that will just nickel and dime you down. Fuel for running your crews and trucks and whatnot. Um, there's just, there's so many little things that add up that yeah, of course they charge more than the guy who does this on the weekends for cash. Yeah, way more. So well, not way more. I like I, I truly really believe man. most guys do not overcharge, and most I don't guys, care what they charge. Most guys probably undercharge. A lot of guys undercharge. Probably yeah. But I think it's pretty rare for somebody who's charging way more than they should. Most guys who are charging way more than they should in the eyes of a homeowner are the guys who've probably actually figured out what they need to be charging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It might seem crazy to you, but that guy's still in business when he's giving you your 10 year warranty. He's still around to back that. Oh yes. There's something that people don't even think about. If that guy goes out of business, you're out of luck. Yeah. Good luck with your warranty that you just thought you were paying for because the guy who wasn't charging enough that you thought that would seem like a way better price isn't around in three years because he wasn't making any money. Right. It takes some time to find out you're not making any money. Mm-hmm. Some guys will just do it and they're like, oh, they're paying their bills and then it catches up to them. And they're like, oh, I'm not making any All money sudden, now. they got to pay their taxes and there's nothing left. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I don't think there's many guys out there who are unfairly charging. Um, you may not be their customer. They may not be your builder. Maybe you can't afford them. Right. Maybe you need to either change your project or you need to work with somebody and accept more risk. Right. By working with somebody who's not as well set up with them. Accepting the fact that they may not be as serious about building your deck as the other guy would have been. Mm-hmm. They may not have the same tools. They may not have the same care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they may not be around in a couple of years. Yeah. If yeah. you're willing to accept all those things, then sure. Take the lower price, I guess. Or just don't build all those stairs. Or just don't build all the stairs. <laughs> That's true. Uh, what do we have left here for comments? Um, TC decks. I usually have a few pieces left over on each job and have had a few customers ask if they could get a refund for those leftover boards. Like the cutoff? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Uh, or even or even four full pieces of decking. Here's the thing, because customers don't understand this to begin with. They might think they're justified in thinking, oh, you've quoted me based on each item of thing that it was going to cost. Square to, foot and price. therefore, there's four boards left over and those are my boards now. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not the case. They probably didn't they probably didn't pay attention to the fact that TC decks likely ordered four extra boards to begin with. 
because he didn't want to be short at the end of the job. He didn't want to logistically have to run back and get them too. Yeah. He planned to have those four extra boards, knowing he probably wouldn't need them, but didn't want to be left short. Or they didn't see that he sent his guy back yesterday to grab nine more boards because they were short. And right. They just happened to have four left over. Now you want a refund. Uh, no, you're actually going to be paying right. for, for boards you didn't. Boards. So that's, that's not a fair thing either. Um, yeah, and the only reason that happens is because the material so big, it's sitting there and they can see it. You wouldn't, right, do, you exactly. wouldn't say that to an electrician. <laughs> no, they would when hide the electri- all that When the stuff. electrician brings a coil of wire, wire down the basement and then he's done the job and there's still a coil of wire and they're he throws like, it back hey, in his hey, van, you're not like, mine. Ah, ah, that's mine. I want refunded for that extra wire I saw you put back in your van. Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Uh, Lumberjacks Danny says the difference between the guy who marks up and not is a track saw. <laughs> I agree. You need a track saw. But for real. For real? <laughs> serious guys have serious tools. <laughs> track serious saws are in there. Serious tools. So there are seven quick ways on why things are going to cost a little bit more than maybe you thought they were going to in your head. Head math is great and all. It's not but always when you're accurate. But when you're trying to figure out quick budgets in your head, you're not always going to think of all the small little details. And these are them. These That's, are the details those right are here. The deets. That you're paying for you didn't think of. That's right. I think that, right? that was good. Got to get out of the sky and into the dirt if you want to find out the real cost of things. Whoa. Get into the details. Is that what you're going to leave everybody I'm with? I'm leave everybody with that. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.